Identity Podcast. We are a faith-based platform where we influence creatives to live authentically in pursuit of their purpose. So if you're passionate about impacting lives, monetizing your gifts and talents, and you desire to grow a relationship with God, then tune in to our podcast. We are so glad to have you a part of our community. Welcome back to the God Identity Podcast. I am your host, Arnesia. Today, I'm with my special guest, Ellie Reyes. Say hey, Ellie. Hi, how are you? Yes, I'm so glad to have Ellie with us today. I am so, I'm just amazed to be able to talk with her. Um, I've seen her grow over the past few years. Um, I met Ellie back in 2018 when we were both in Guatemala. And um, she's an actress, writer, director. She's Afro-Latina. She's a wife and a loving mother of two adorable children. And um, she's been a co-star of BET's Read Between the Lines and a lead star of the upcoming movie, Urge, being released December 2021. So I'm just so excited to have you here with us. (laughs) Thank you so much. I am so excited to talk to you. I feel like... I don't know if I have this kind of connection with anyone else. I don't know if, I, well, actually, I didn't spend any time in the jungle. We, <laughs> we were literally in the jungle, you know, so I, we, I think we, we go, um, we've seen signs of each other <laughs> that, <laughs> that the jungle brings out, not in a bad way, not in a bad way at all, but it was just a very interesting experience, you know to be there. So I'll let you tell the people a little more about that. Absolutely. I want, I want you to tell more stories too, because I know some of you are probably like the jungle. When were they in the jungle? Like literally we were in the jungle in Guatemala, Patin, Guatemala. We were on a missions trip. I was there for 60 days. And then Ellie actually was there for a whole year with her, her husband, her children. And I actually definitely want to hear the, uh, like the side of it, like what inspired you to go and just kind of take that leap of faith for a year. This is a whole year y'all. So I want to hear what's, what made you guys like say, you know what? Let's go ahead and take that leap of faith, no matter what the risk or the cost. Like, tell us a little bit about that story. Well, my husband and I, since we got married, like we want, we knew we wanted to like travel the world. We knew we wanted to do like philanthropy um, type of work, you know, missions or, you know, whatever you want to call it. And it was just in our heart. We always talked about it. And you know how at the beginning of the year, you always do your little list and you're like, you know, this is what we're going to do. And you have like your yearly list, but then you also have like your bucket items that you kind of put at the kind of on the side of the list. Like, this is what we're going to do once someday, you know, and at the time that was like at the top of our list as a someday type of item. And this was like 2017. And we were like, you know what? why don't we look into this? We always talk about it and we never do anything about it. And we just started like kind of like researching it and looking into it. And I was kind of like, 
I want to go somewhere for like maybe 60 days, 90 days, maybe the summer. And that, that turned into like six months and then it turned into a year. And we, we talked to a, a lot of different organizations. We talked to a lot of different people and the opportunity came up for us to go to Guatemala. And we were like, okay, we, let's go. And we went for a week actually and then we went back to Atlanta and then we just we were like no we want to keep doing this we want more and we just felt like something just kept tugging at our heart like you have to go back and we're like how no this how is this gonna happen you know and God just opened doors for us to for it to be able to happen and Sunday quit his job he was about to get like a huge promotion, like huge. Um, I was like acting and doing all this different stuff. And we just were like, God was like, pause. I want you to go now. And we were just like, okay, let's do it. I, it wasn't that easy. It wasn't like, okay, let's do it. We were like, yeah, God, we're going to do that. But like in five years. And it was just like, no, I, we felt like I was like, no, right now. And we didn't, but that, that was like the initial part of it. It was crazy. Like, you know, it's a long dirt road going into this place. Like literally, like you're like, where am I going? It's like 30 minutes of just dirt road and jungle. And then you just get to this beautiful, magical place, um, the jungle school. But that that's basically kind of like a little bit in very, very condensed version of how it happened. Oh my gosh, I'm sitting here smiling because honestly, if anybody knows what it's like to take a leap of faith, it's like you, it's like those nudges that God gives you where it's like, you know that this is something that he's calling you to do. It's like, okay, how do you do it? It's supposed, is it supposed to happen now? Do I have the money? What do I do about my friends and family? What if I get hurt? Like all these different what ifs pop in your mind. I'm pretty sure it did for y'all. You know, you had kids too. So it's like, wow, yes. you know, I don't know. Have you met anybody who's done that before? No, we have not met anyone that just has picked up and left mm -hmm. like that. Like, <laughs> it, it, well, I will say this. I have met people like that, but normally when we meet people like that, they are like, I don't know, 17, 18 years old and they don't have any children or they don't have, or we meet some couples that want to do that, but it's usually like one person wants to do it and the other one doesn't. Like we meet couples like that all the time. Um, that's been like in you know like the wife wants to do it but the husband doesn't or the husband wants to do it and the wife doesn't want to do it like not not like that so I feel very blessed that we are both you know aligned in that aspect of what we want to do in life yeah so it sounds like y'all are pioneers and God is specifically like kind of like put that grace on you guys to do that and to just know that, you know, there's other people out there that you're encouraging. And I'm pretty sure someone who's listening now can relate. And they're probably thinking, wow, I need to, I'm actually thinking about moving to another state. And oftentimes we don't have that 
um, example. So you all took a huge leap to go out of the country, but someone may be thinking of taking a little leap to just, you know, go into another state. But honestly, I really commend y'all. Um, I, and just to give y'all a little bit of a background, the Jungle School um, is actually an organization with Hearts in Action. Um, they have a they have a branch in um, Michigan in Michigan and um, but they have their actual location in different parts of the world but the main location is in Guatemala and they have this amazing territory where there's the jungle school on one end and then there's a missions um, house they have a kitchen so everything that you need is there right in the jungle and um, there it's a lovely family Mario and Suzanne Babartzi they both have just, you know, done this for so many years and they have land for families that are um, looking for kids to go to school. So that's just to give a little bit of background about what was there. So um, I met Ellie in January of 2018. And um, like she said, you know, they were there for a week or so, but they ended up staying for a year. And so much happened on that in that in that time, like a lot of transformation happens in the jungle. Like, you know, you get bit by scorpions. <laughs> <laughs> you're hearing some bats and iguanas like I want to kind of dive into the transformation of both you and your husband and your kids because I think that's important as well like the identity of both of you because you know you're coming from a, a United States where life is comfortable and then you're stepping into the you know uncomfortable zone of being in a jungle where you don't have that much access to things like you know like easygoing wi-fi and social media so yes. how did y'all like how do you feel like y'all adjusted and like was it a way that you guys like felt like this was needed for your to, for the benefit of your family for the benefit of your marriage well I would say I mean just to we came from a 3,000 square foot home in the suburb of Atlanta you know with we we had our vehicles I would say that we had a pretty comfortable life, you know, to then just pick up and go to the jungle. And, you know, like there's like no hot water. Sometimes we had hot water. Um, yeah, God, you know, like we had to go pick up our water, you know, at that at that lake the, the, with the truck and everything. Everything was just so, so different. But um it was good because they just made us realize like how much little you actually need in life and like how accustomed we were to just getting and well, especially me. I think my husband is a more simplistic type of guy. He's a very minimalist type of person. I wouldn't say that I'm that type of person. Um, and it just taught me like, you know, to just be more grateful for the little things that I, that I do have and just to appreciate like other things, not necessarily materialistic. I don't, I don't, I didn't think that I was really that type of a materialistic type of person, but I think just being in the jungle makes you realize that, wow, you know, like maybe I was materialistic, you know, like just, I guess you just get accustomed to that lifestyle of being in the States and having so much access. So then not having any access to a lot of stuff like internet. Sometimes the electricity will go out, you know? So little things like that, it just, it just makes you grow on your, in, in like in your faith and like depend on God and, and depend on like that 
that human experience, whether it's your spouse, your friends, people around you, like, you know, just really appreciating the people there and just sitting down and having a conversation with somebody like the ladies that work there, you know, um, that was really, really just powerful. And maybe it was something that our family needed. I will say, you know, like I didn't spend that much time with my husband when we were in the state because he was at work. So he worked, you know, 40 plus hours a week and I will see him in the evenings and then on the weekends. And then in the weekends, we were like busy doing stuff To And then I was busy also with my life and my career and kids and everything else. And then we're going to be 24 hours a day, seven days a week together. <laughs> child <laughs> that would test your faith right there um that was actually very challenging for us and it took time for us to get adjusted to each other like because we were seeing each other twin like literally seven days a week you cannot run away yeah I, I could not just be like you know what I need a break from you I'm going to TJ Maxx <laughs> Let me get in my car. I'm going to the mall, whatever. I couldn't do that. You know, we, you know how long it, it would take to get to town. It was like an hour. And we didn't have a car at the beginning when we got there. The bus was so unreliable. You remember that bus? <laughs> this bus went by this little dirt road. And you start to stand out there in the hot heat and just wait for this bus to see if it will come. And if <laughs> to see if there will be space for you to be in this bus. <laughs> so I couldn't run away from him, you know, so it forced us to have like conversations and like dig deep into like who we were and like who we are and like, you know, things that will strengthen our marriage because it was like, honestly, that's what I would use. I, I used to do that. Like if we got into a fight or if we got in, if we just not got into a like disagreement or whatever, you know, it was just like, okay, you know, I'm just going to go, go to Ross, go to the mall, whatever, just go walk around. And, and we couldn't run away from each other there, you know? So I think it helped us and it helped us in 2020 because a lot of, a lot of marriages failed during 2020 because of that. Because people were not used to spending so much time with each other. And they're like, wait, who are you? I'm used to seeing you for two hours on the weekend, going out to eat, having fun. And then you go back to work. So I think it helped our marriage. For sure, it helped our marriage. Ugh. Not at first. It was hard, but it, it did help. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can only imagine because I'm like thinking of that quality time that y'all had to spend together. And you know, like I said, y'all are like pioneers. It really does help to know that because you all were, were obedient and taking that leap of faith, now you're seeing the harvest. Now you're seeing the purpose and everything come to pass because I look at your pictures now and I'm like, wow, you've grown so much. Like I see you acting. I see you and your kids. Like I know y'all were traveling. Have y'all traveled anywhere else since Guatemala? Yes, we are actually in Mexico right now. And because of the work that we did in Guatemala, um, the pastor from our church, Victory, you know, he actually, he wanted us to manage their organization here in Mexico. 
So we are actually doing that for victory um, here in Mexico, kind of like the role that Mario and Suzanne have. It's basically that role, but in Mexico for Victory's organization. That's so that's what we're doing. Yeah. So we're the directors here at their Mexico base. Wow. That is amazing. That yes. is so inspiring to know that like you just, you know, that actually op- opened up doors and opportunity because while you were there in Guatemala, I do remember you helping out girls and putting stuff together. I think you did. Did you do like a little acting scene for them as well? Yes, I did some acting with them and I and, and dance. We focused more on dance because that's what they wanted to do. I was like, okay, we'll go that route. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. I remember that because we did have um, a talent show. Oh yeah. my gosh, bringing back memories. <laughs> I know. I love those girls. They have such a special place in my heart. Do. Yes. And I can definitely, we can both say that like the people there in Guatemala are so family oriented and welcoming and they, they just appreciate the little things. They appreciate your presence. And I know that the impact that you left there, you know, that carries on. And then you being in Mexico, you know, you and your family being in Mexico, that's a blessing and an, a great opportunity. So I know that y'all are working there as well. How are yes. you able to like do the acting as well as like, you know, doing management for um, Victory? Well, you know how we are, <laughs> women, we just wear all these different hats. Uh, but I'll fly back to the States, you know, um, when I when I book different things, I fly back. I'm kind of dual living, and if you want to call it that. But I, I'm actually also trying to do my own things right now. I, I've been writing a lot. I've been, I wrote a couple scripts and one of my films is in production right now. So um, I'm kind of transitioning, if you want to call it that. I, I don't want to say transition, transition. Like I'm still working with my agent and my manager and, you know, like trying to work um, as far as like, you know, auditions and I'll record my auditions, I'll send them in and all of that. But I'm also trying to take, be like more hands on and like writing my own scripts and pro- producing my own content. So that's what I'm working on right now. Like I, I definitely want to tell some of those stories of, you know, like the people that we met in Guatemala and just the different people that I meet um, here in Mexico and just all over, you know, I want to tell some of those stories. Like they are so powerful and so beautiful. So I'm working on that and I'm opening up my, in 2020, I opened up my own production company so that I can, you know, house these projects and I'm, it's moving. Sometimes I feel like I get stuck, but you know, like inspiration and all of that, but it's moving. It's coming, it's coming along. My first film is about 80% done. So hopefully, hopefully by the end of the year, we'll have my first project where I start in it and, and all of that will have that completed. So I'm excited about that. I'm glad. I'm so glad. That sounds like a great idea honestly might as well record because i know sunday does photography videography right your husband yes so that's a really great yes you know put your gifts together and watch it flourish and i know that it's gonna whatever you're making is gonna be very inspirational because y'all have experienced a lot like even with your children like how do you feel like they're adjusting like they have they have they had to like learn spanish how are they doing when it comes to the traveling they are so well 
well, I'm sorry, well, I can speak travel and they adjust so, so, so easily and so well to basically, you know, anything like all the different countries in Central America that we have been to, they just adjust very, very easily. They are fluent in English and Spanish. They write it, read it both. Um, so, I mean, they're doing very well. They are doing very, very well. So I'm, I'm very proud of them because they just, um, they just adjust. They adjust to people very easily. They, they know how to like navigate certain, you know, like cultures and things like that. So I think that that has been very good for them actually, you know? Yeah, that's a, that's so good. How old are they? Um, Freedom is 10 already. Can you believe that? And Sky just turned seven last week. Oh my gosh, she's such the cutest little thing. Oh my god, I'm like she's gonna be acting. She has that look. Oh, she's <laughs> she's spicy. She's something else. She's got a little. Her personality is so vibrant. Mm-hmm. Yep, I remember Sky and Freedom is really great as well. So it's so good that the kids are able to adjust and like you know. Because, you know, sometimes moving away from home and family can be a little rough. But I guess as kids, you kind of adjust to things because they're still growing. So that's going to leave a great impact on their lives. So when they get older, they can say, you know, my mom and dad, we traveled. And so they have experience in that because, um, you know, things can life's changing. And I think a lot more people are getting into the traveling scene as well. So. Yeah, I'm so happy that things are like, you know, just flourishing for you. Are you, do you have any, like, do you have any, like, um, future goals? I know you said that you're working on um, your production company, but is there anything else that you might be working on that can benefit the community? Well, I definitely, this is in the works in the very, very early stages, but I definitely want to write a book. Um, definitely want to write a book and I want to continue working on films and just create films that inspire people and that teach people and educate people about, um, you know, like Afro-Latinos and, you know, just the Latino community in general and, and just other stories, you know, that are so powerful about people in other parts of the world, like our brothers and sisters in other parts of the world that maybe we don't get a chance to really hear their stories or see their stories in the, in the main, in the mainstream, you know, like in the U.S. So I definitely want to go, I would love to be global in that aspect as far as like bringing um, different stories that can resonate with our spirits and that, that we can learn from, you know, and that can inspire us to be just, to just be better humans in general, you know, I think that that, that is like one of my main, my main goals and just continue to, to grow and to listen to God and, and, and not be so like into what I think I should do or what I think people think I should do, because I, I think like you were talking about being a, a pioneer and, and sometimes that can be um, because I've never seen, I've never seen anyone and I'm sure that there are people out there, you know, like that have done like what we're doing and people are always like, wait, so you do this kind of work, but you're also acting and like, you know, like they haven't seen that or whatnot. And I think they kind of question it because 
they they want to put you in a box. And I think you said something very, very, very interesting the other day when you were talking about like, don't put me in a box as a Christian or as a, you know, a believer of God, like, oh, you believe in God, like you should be in this type of package or I'm not going to receive what you have. And I feel like a lot of people might look at me and feel that way. And I, I, for a long time, up until recently, I felt very like, I don't know if uncomfortable is the word or I don't know. Like they just expect for you to be a certain kind of way because you, you're doing God's work. Do you experience that yourself too? Or Oh, yes, I do. And I, I definitely understand what you mean about the whole box situation because, um, you know, even just being a believer, we have categorized ourselves and we have like taken that scripture where it comes from, you know, be in the world, but not of the world. And um, I feel as though we, we can't be in the world without understanding the world. And so I've had to break out of that mentality of boxing myself into just one perspective. I've honestly had to just listen more to people who may not have a clear understanding of God, you know, instead of like shutting them off. Oh, I can't be around you. I can't, you know, listen to whatever you do, it is that you're doing. Instead of having that mentality, I'm more so of, let me hear your story. You know, why do you actually, what happened to you to make you become who you are? And I've come up across a lot of people who have been hurt by the church as well so I have to be that you know pat on the shoulder here lay your head down on my shoulder I'm here with you holding your hand because if I didn't if I categorized myself and put myself in a box I wouldn't be able to listen to them because they're coming to me I don't it's the God in me they're coming to. Yes. And I'm just like, I can't just push you away because you use crystals to heal and all this other stuff. Like I don't do the things that they do, but I'm here to understand and listen and give them that shoulder to lean on and let them know the love of God because, you know, Jesus accepted the Samaritan woman. Like, I think we miss those, those, those parts of the Bible that Jesus is actually, he's being the hand to hold for people. And um, sometimes we don't see that in, they put you in a box and they expect you to be a certain way. And it's like, no, like I'm going to be all of who God created me to be. So if he wants me to travel to Mexico or travel to Africa to do whatever he's called me to do and act, we're going to do it. And I'm going to trust in God. And I commend you for that, for standing up and just doing what the Lord has called you to do. Cause it's a part of who you are. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I think I I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm really working on that and just, not feeling the need to explain to people, you know, because I think when people think about just in general, when they think about somebody doing philanthropy work or doing mission work or um, being a believer or some, I don't know, like they just have this idea like, wait, so you're not wearing like a thing in your head and a long skirt and like being very meek and, or, you know, they, they misrepresent the whole word meek to begin with but you know they just expect you to be a certain way and I'm obviously not that you know like I like fashion I like I like acting I like all of these different things and I like music and you know I love poetry or you know but I also like this and there's just so many different things that I enjoy and I'm like I shouldn't have to limit myself to make you feel comfortable about who you think I should be you know what I mean 
So I think just growing into that and going into myself and believing that it's like, okay, God, you made me to be this person and I, and I need to embrace all of these different parts of me and be the best version of myself that I can be, you know, and not think that, well, it hasn't been done before. Like there's nobody that does this type of work and it's also an actress or it's also, you know, a mom and like, well, you have kids, you need to be a certain way because you have kids and not do, you know, like there's just so many limitations that we put on ourselves. So I think just taking off the limits and taking off the lid and just, just being like, hey, Lord God, I'm open. I'm here and whatever you want me to, whatever you want me to go into, like, I'm going to step into it in faith and, and know that you're going to provide and be there. And you're going to put people in my, in my path that are going to uplift me, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I love how you just, you know, put that out there. It just shows a lot of boldness for one and then for two. I know that's going to free somebody because you know, I was going to say, so that's what I stand for is embrace your God identity, um, embrace who you are, because you can't hide yourself or confine yourself because that really does cause a lot of fear, anxiety, limitations. And you want to just be you, you know, you are beautiful. Like, that's why we speak affirmations, because we have to remind ourselves daily, like, listen, I, I know all these expectations are put on me, but I am beautiful. I am fearfully and wonderfully made and pouring back into yourself is so important as you are on the on this journey more specifically for you ellie because it's like there's a lot of spiritual warfare that can come with being in another country and another land doing the work of the lord like spiritual yes. warfare can happen and the more that you keep yourself encouraged your family encouraged god's like he's got you by the hand saying keep going my daughter you know yes. keep keep staying encouraged is going to help you as you even just pour into others because yes. you're not you're you've literally laid your life down just to be um a help for someone else and that's the greatest reward ever so I commend you for what you're doing. I'm so excited for oh, how so things sweet. are going to turn out. Um, is there any, like, I always do like a memorable moment. Is there anything that you would like say to encourage the one who may be um, just nervous to take that leap of faith? They know that God's been calling them to go and travel and do some, do his will. Like, is there anything that you can actually share a word of encouragement for? You know, I would just say, you know, just do it. And I know there's a quote out there, like, do it afraid. Do it afraid. You know, I remember, like, when we first were doing this, and I remember, like, just us getting all this different, like, I remember I had, I did this commercial, like, years ago, and they were like, this, your commercial got picked up again by two other states. And obviously that's more money, you know? So I was getting this money that I had for work I did like years ago. And that was just like a little example. I was like, oh my gosh, like literally I just made this decision and God was already like opening doors. And that was just like the first one and things just kept pouring in and God was just opening the door. I feel like when you open your heart and you open your mind, the doors will open. We think that the doors will open and then we open ourselves. But I think it's like, well, you need to open yourself first. Like open your heart and your mind and just say, God, I'm here. And, and I feel like the, the blessings will come and the doors will open. And 
don't have any expectations of what things may look like because they might not look like what you are thinking in your head you know like you might think that this blessing or this door is going to open this kind of way and they might open a complete different way than, than so don't close yourself in to thinking that it should be one way because you can miss something so big you know so i i had i have too many too many like little miracle moments that i can talk about that, that, that it will take too long to go on but i think the main thing is just to just keep yourself open and and don't limit yourself to anything like don't don't have this predetermined expectation of what your blessing should look like you know because it might come packaged then differently Yes, I love it. Thank you so much for just sharing that word of encouragement. I think that's going to really settle in. And um, it just goes to show how much us being open, it can really just change and, and shift us and help us grow even more. Just see how abundant God is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think that's the word, like abundant. You know, like we we are so close then sometimes in our little boxes and our little words and our mind it's like okay well this is what i'm used to and that's what it expects but when you just take the lid off mentally physically emotionally spiritually you just take the lid off and you're like i'm just gonna i'm just gonna i'm just gonna let god be god and i'm just gonna you know be his daughter mm -hmm. you know and receive like everything like i am the daughter of a king like i like that is so powerful and like we just need to let that sink in like we don't need to be you know thinking small like think big dream the biggest dream that you can possibly dream and and just say god i'm here for it you know like you put this dream in my heart you're gonna make a way for me to accomplish it absolutely Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Ellie, for giving us just your journey and just definitely sparing your time. Thank you for your words of encouragement. I'm so glad you can actually like reach Ellie. She is on Instagram at Ellie Reyes. That's E-L-E-I-R-E-Y-E-S. And that's on um, Instagram. And is there anything else that you would like to share with us today? just just keep going you know just believe in yourself and this is something that i have to tell myself you know like just keep going just believe in yourself and don't forget to be innovative you know don't get stuck on your own way and limit your own self like i always just go back to that like don't get stuck on your own way don't limit yourself and and thinking well this is the way that i have been doing things and i'm going to keep doing it that way no like think of new ways ask god like how can I do this differently so that I can be more successful, you know? So that and don't let the labels that society puts on you limit you. Don't, God already gave you a label. So live by that label, not the label that society puts on you. Oh my gosh, I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> she has given us so much um, incredible advice. So thank you so much for joining me, Ellie. And I can't wait to see what more is to come in your journey. Yes, when I go to Atlanta, I'm definitely going to hit you up so we can get some coffee. Yes. I'd love to see you. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. You have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you've gained anything from our podcast, please leave us a review, letting us know your thoughts. And don't forget to subscribe to Up To Me Radio on your favorite podcast platform and follow at I am Arnesia. That's at I-A-M-A-R-N-E-S-J-A-H on social media to hear more from the God Identity Podcast. I'll catch you later.